Are you a psychic, sensitive, or seeker who wants to learn more? Welcome to The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman, where we dive deep into all things mystic and metaphysical. Here's Sarah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Mystic School. I am very glad to be with you here today on Valentine's Day uh, 2023, the time of this recording. And it's interesting, I sort of deliberately chose a topic for today that was not going to be about this idea of romantic love and hearts and chocolate and so forth. Um, because I'm really aware that uh, not everybody's not everybody's uh, partnered and not everybody wants to be partnered. And even those that are partnered are really not necessarily into the collective marketed experience of what Valentine's Day is all about. If you're in a lovely uh, romance or partnership with somebody, you know, enjoy that. If you're not, um, don't get all wrapped up into this idea that someone needs to... I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not a very romantic person. And also, I'm most definitely not romantic about things that are marketed to me by giant corporations telling me this is how I'm supposed to do my idea of, of romance or love. I'm just really against this idea that, that partnerships or love relationships or any kind of love has to follow anything that society uh, tells us, whether it's from um, church or, or uh, that type of background, or whether it's more from what we tend to think of as, you know, the bigger, the bigger churches, which is companies and organizations and businesses just telling us, here's how you do it. If you don't bring somebody this, you don't love them or you don't care from them. There's lots and lots of ways to love and to be in love. And, uh, you know, we don't need to put limits or ways, uh, ways that this has to happen. So we're not talking about the romance today because just not really that into it. Hopefully a lot of you guys out there are nodding your heads like, yeah, uh, please don't bring me a giant heart full of candy. I'm not interested in that. Just, you know, if, if you love somebody, and I don't mean just romantic love somebody, if you love somebody, call them up, say hello, give them a hug if that's what you do. Spend some time with them and really experience the actual practice of love as an action. Help somebody move something, bring somebody some food, um, you know, do the actual practice of love as an action. Listen to somebody, um, show up, be supportive, open your heart, heal a grudge, like all these ways that we can show love without buying into, <laughs> buying into uh, what's in the, the supermarket aisles right now today. So today we're talking about how does wisdom survive? Learn the value of generational wisdom to the soul collective. And it's a little bit different topic. And we're also, of course, having free readings Tuesday. And I invite you to call in to 
5569 for a free reading on whatever's going on in your life. I see we've got a caller waiting and we'll get to them in just a moment. So again, 888-298-5569. I wanted to remind you guys we are registering actively for Spiritual Psychic Spring 2023, which is our Intuition University. It's direct training in psychic development and spiritual awakening. And I work directly with you guys for an eight-week session. So that is on the website, sarahwiseman.com. I want to talk about this idea of how does wisdom survive briefly, uh, learn the value of generational wisdom, because it's very interesting. Like we tend to think, oh, the ancestors, you know, the ancestors had this wisdom. And so sometimes that's true for those of you who do um, mediumship practices or karmic generational karmic healing or connection with the ancestors um, of your own family lineage or from perhaps the the region or place that you live in. And so there's a lot of um, ups and downs, not ups and downs, there's a lot of variation because some ancestor groups are tremendously wise and have a lot to offer, especially if you've got some ancestry groups like maybe from the land you live in or people that have been around for centuries and centuries and centuries. Then you've got other ancestry groups that are maybe <laughs> more like your relatives, your your parents, your grandparents, your great-grandparents and going back and you realize there may not be, there may, there may, but there also may not be a lot of collective wisdom. There may have been ancestor, your ancestry may have been a bunch of young people who had kids really young and had to scrabble and fight and struggle to even survive. And then they died at age, you know, 30 or whatever the age span was for them. And so you go back to a couple generations of this, very young people dying, how we'd consider really young, having children really young, maybe having lots and lots and lots of children because there wasn't birth control in those generations, scrabbling and struggling. And um, then you add in a layer of the dominant societal wisdom at the time, which probably was a religion or a church or a country or some other, some other giant organization that was running sort of the ideas of the time. Then you throw in maybe your lineage was, you know, they were so busy surviving or um, starting a new life in a new land. They really never got any education. And suddenly you realize you have all these ancestors who kind of have the wisdom up to about age 30 or age 50. And a lot of the ideas that we're not now sharing, they didn't have those ideas or a lot of this cross pollination of 
the world as a collective source of wisdom with internet and, and other ways of doing things, they didn't have that. And so we realized that perhaps our ancestry, perhaps our biological ancestry groups, depending, you may have very wise ancestors, but I'm just opening the conversation that generational wisdom may or may not be all that. It may be quite limited and it may be quite based on a lot of really um, stunted misbeliefs that weren't really examined. And so I want you to look at this and instead of putting ancestors on this pedestal, go ahead and look and look at the situation that these people that that you came from went through and what they were doing and what, how, what they were exposed to and how far you think they got. Um, when I go into my ancestral group, um, in terms of like going in and mediumship, they're just so happy to not be poor anymore. They're just running around, uh, discussing, you know, the poverty that they were in. And they don't have a lot to say. They're just so happy to be free of that suffering. Um, so anyway, just go into your own ancestry. It's very inter easy. You just start going into meditation and calling them to arrive in and see if they have wisdom. And then don't be worried if they don't. They may just be quite young, already reincarnated again for the next round. Um, you may be you may be the one who is gathering wisdom in this lifetime. You may be the one that is pioneering in your thought, in your belief system, in your spirituality outside of, you know, dominant mainstream thought, in your individual relationship with the universe. Now, I don't know if your ancestors had this or didn't, but I would love to just um, open the conversation to the idea that maybe they didn't. Maybe it's you. Maybe you're the one that's come down through all this biology. And here you are now, soul, awake, open, connection with the universe. And you are, you are the one to take things further. We are the next step in human evolution. Of course, we're the next step. We're the most recent, right? The people that come after us will be uh, more evolved, more awake, more aware. But here we are more evolved than our ancestry groups going to live longer. Just that. I mean, we may not all live longer, but as a collective, we're going to live longer and just living longer gives us a little more chance to do working on our stuff in a lifetime just gives us a few more decades to sort of season and learn some stuff. Anyway, just look at this. Just look at this. Remember also, for those of you who are a little bit, uh, it's a little more esoteric in this, the ancestors are not guides or angels. The ancestors are the departed. They come from, they're in a different dimensionality but they do not have the wisdom of the guides or the angels. They are in a, in a, they're more along the level of us <laughs> as humans. So 
everything you receive from them, you take with a grain of salt, because again, they're not the most elevated beings. The elevated beings are who we go to for actual help and guidance, but for our ancestors, we're just going in there to heal karma, to see what happened, to understand their story in a different way or a little bit more clearly. Anyway, um, this is an interesting topic. If you're interested in going pretty far into your own ancestry, go to uh, sarahweisman.com and on the courses page, there's a course called Heal Your Family Karma. That's a really great way to go into that ancestry and sort of look at everything that's there and connect and heal and um, get that all sorted out. Alrighty, we're going to go to the phones and it looks like uh, we have a caller. We, you can also call in for free readings Tuesday at 888-298-5569. It looks like we have Aaron calling from Utah. Aaron, welcome. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So how can I help you out or what's been going on for you? Yeah. So um, what's coming up is I'm, I feel like I'm in this um, kind of a flexy transition space where I'm kind of have started and I'm about to step into a bunch of new, new, new. So whether like in, in work um, and I guess I guess in day job and in like life's work and just kind of how I exist and show up and interact with people and and I, I notice some like hesitancy. I'm really excited for this like new chapter. Um and also I feel like uh I would could appreciate uh, I'm curious about having some awareness around something like like I'm getting in my own way a little bit and I'm wondering um yeah, I don't know. Just I'm open to whatever comes up, I guess, of this, like, just how I can support myself or how I can be supported as I sort of step into this new new thing. Yeah. Well, it's interesting um, because it seems so we've worked together in the past. And so I'm sort of just mm -hmm. tracking into like um, your energy or vibration then or kind of what was ha happening in general not detail wise, but just energetically, like kind of where you were. And it feels like what's about to take shape is incredibly good. And, um, to not really like, there's always that hesitation or that, um, well, for me freaking out <laughs> when things yeah. are going to change, right. Just like my freak out, but, um, you can have your freak out, but it doesn't change the trajectory of like, this is all really positive and it's going to take you um, quite a bit further than you expected. So you can, you can like kind of trust what's ahead. Like it's, it's good. Mm -hmm. It's not a mistake. Um, there aren't going to be big pitfalls. It, it's pretty smooth sailing for quite some time. What is that? Just knowing that, how does that kind of help oh, you relax? Like, yeah, yeah, my whole body. It feels like I'm oh, taking a big breath. I think that feels so true. Like I think, yeah, there's fear around all the what ifs, you know, and that so it feels really good to like know that I can be with, like trust myself and trust what's coming. Um, 
yeah. You know, it also feels like um, it's the culmination of a lot of things you were trying to create the last couple of years, and it's not, it has not, it hasn't all been put together like you thought, but it's actually mm-hmm. going to be better than than you could have put together. It's like the universe has gone in oh, and worked on your favor. Yeah. Okay. The only thing, cool. that, the that only things that fun. I, yeah, the only things mm-hmm. that I see. So like I, uh, in a previous group, we just worked with a river meditation. So I kind of have that on my mind, but, um, in looking at, like, I see a river is very smooth. It's very easy. And then what I see is the need to like do some energy management, um, not like hiding out, but just actually just resting so that you are taking carefully scheduled resting breaks from social life and from work life to just like, you're not even like exercising or um, you're just kind of like sitting, (laughs) you're just kind of sitting there. (laughs) And so you're going to need like quite a bit of that. Like you need to schedule that in in order to kind of integrate all the change. Mm. And it's not like, you know, like when you do a lot and then you sort of have these recovery days where you can't even function. It's not like that. It's just like, okay, I'm doing really good and I'm going to schedule in a pause for myself Mm. because I am going through a lot and I need to integrate it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm nodding my head here. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and I would uh, think, I would think okay. this will go on for almost, um, this really, uh, positive stream will go on almost through the end of the year, like till fall. And then things, then something else will start to change and mm-hmm. it'll be something different, but you can really relax into the next multiple months are positive. Oh, great. So, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, um, Aaron, yeah. So have trust, trust it, take, build the breaks in. So you're not overextending and, um, don't be surprised if by late fall things shift in a different way and, but you don't need to worry about that or even have concern about that. So, so, um, I think I'll let you go cause I've got another caller, yeah, but so I'm glad, yeah, glad to hear from you. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So that's an idea of the person you know, worked on a lot, a lot of stuff. And then, uh, sort of like what, what they are seeking is seeking them now. Right. So, so, uh, this is a good example for all of us. What, what we're seeking is seeking us and let's go to the phones and we have Monique from Seattle. Monique, welcome to the program. Thank you. And I happen to be driving and listening to your program. So I'm not really familiar too much with what you do, but I do need help, and I hope okay. your intuition will will guide me. So um, it's sort of a medical question to see where it's going to go. My husband and I are in our 80s, and I've had some vision problems for quite a while, and I thought I had resolved it by surgery about a year ago, and it turned out something went wrong with, with the surgery, and I just found out about it, and I'm just... All of a sudden, the surgeon who said he was going to redo the surgery 
has kind of disappeared and I'm just really panicky because I have done so much in the last three years trying to, you know, regain. So I I don't know what, intuitively, uh, it's possible that he's just taking his time to to come back to me. Uh, I'm so overwhelmed. (laughs) And uh, I've, I've done so many things for the last three years, including, you know, partial transplant and all that. So uh, mm. what if you have any intuition as to where this is going, it's possible that he's going to call me in two weeks and he's going to do the surgery and just feel really weird about it. Yeah, you know, Monique, so, so um, and just be careful also while you're driving, just, you know, just relax. Oh, no, I'm not driving, and... I'm, I'm parked, I'm parked. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Okay, I'm like, don't do it while you're driving. Okay. Yeah, um, it really feels it really feels like sometimes things are like not about us. It feels like whatever's going on with this um, physician is about them, not about you. So I would make plans to, um, you know what I mean? Like they may have something going on in in their life that you don't know anything about, and you won't know anything about, but. Um, if it were me, I would probably, um, I would probably, I feel like the physician is having some stuff that maybe makes them not the best candidate to do work with you. And I would look for somebody else actually, even though that's challenging and difficult and, um, it it's, feels it's like very complicated. The, it's very complicated because yeah. it's highly technical and you don't just find them on the internet. It's really, yep. no. I get that. I get that. But I feel like um, this, I, I don't know, it almost feels like they got overstressed, not by you. This isn't, their situation isn't about you, but you're being affected. So looking at it this way, um, I would just see who else might be showing up. Sometimes the universe will block us from one thing so that we're forced to do something else that's more beneficial. And I feel like that's kind of the situation for you. Um, I was I was wondering whether he told me that Medicare would cover the new surgery, but I was yeah that's outside whether... that yeah that's outside my uh, <laughs> ability no, no, to I, no, I, to, I, I, know look that, at, I was wondering yeah. whether that could that could be keeping him from no this is oh, about it's... something personal for for that person it, it's it's not about you and um, anyway so. Uh, go with it from that idea that like for some reason this is blocked you got to find something else and just go ahead and and do that um and also just in general like there's no like you can relax there's no reason to get even though there's so many details and it seems so hard you know that when you're in a flow state things are going to work out easily and the fastest way to get into this flow state is to really relax and not get too up and down about anything and trust. And I feel like that's actually part of the reason that there's been all this delay. The universe is saying, you need to just connect with us. You need to connect with yourself and carry that connection into all aspects of your life. You're, you're sort of uh, too your energy is very hyped up and you want to really bring yourself to a a different understanding of how things can be. Anyway, Monique, I'm going to let you go because, but I think that that's, it's it's like all wrapped up. There's no need to be anxious. You can relax, calm down and trust. And that is actually the bigger lesson 
more than anything okay. else. So anyway, thank okay. thanks for calling. Thank you. Thanks. Thank yeah, you thanks so for much. calling in. I appreciate your call. Thank you. Um, yeah, you know, everybody, when we think about our lifespan, whether we have a little time left or a long time left, who knows, even regardless of what age, we don't, I guess if you're 109, you can probably count on having a short lifespan, but if you're 80 or 70 or 60, who, 50 or 40, who knows how long, you know, we don't know. So really taking the time to get to know how to manage our energy, how to manage our anxiety and how to trust the universe is moving us through this lifetime so that we're going to learn our soul lessons and everything that's coming in is an opportunity for us to practice on the soul lessons that we're here to learn. For some people, the soul lesson might be on stepping out of anxiety and learning how to relax. For other people, the lesson might be a lifetime of, of never being able to trust and finally learning how to do that, starting with ourselves. For other people, we might have been so wounded and getting to a place of, of getting to the root of the wound and releasing that. For other people, so much trauma has happened and we have to get under there and come back to ourselves from that place. So this idea of everything being soul lesson and any time you're feeling that sense of agitation or anger or anxiety or unsettled nature, it's really a question of why is this, you know, from without me, maybe you're picking somebody else's vibe up or is this from within me? And if it's from within me, where, where is it formed? Where did it start? And wouldn't you love as a soul, regardless of how old you are, wouldn't you love to get that cleared and refreshed and revitalized and released for good? Wouldn't you love to do that? And that's why you're here. You're here to get all the residue. <laughs> All the residue of wounding, you're here to get that released and get to a new understanding of yourself and the universe outside of wounding and outside of trauma. So if you would like to learn more, there's so much, there's so much to this practice and yet it's so easy to start. If you'd like to learn how to work in spiritual intuition, uh, which is what I teach, please go to the website sarahweisman.com look under training for our spring offering or look under courses for some low-cost courses that will help you uh, get started on this path of clearing and releasing and connecting to the universe everybody thanks for listening i'm sarah wiseman and you'll find me at sarahweisman.com
Want more of The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman? Tune in for uplifting talk on psychic opening, spiritual awakening, and all things mystic and metaphysical. Want to connect with Sarah? Visit sarahwiseman.com. 